Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Where I believe I'm at and the reality of actually where my skill levels sit are vastly different. So, and you're a sweater like myself, I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a poor aroma as well. <laughs> yeah, that, I'll be excited when the time comes, but I don't feel like it's around the corner. But okay. I'm good at everything, I reckon. Uh, yep, there we go. <laughs> and now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got The Chocolates podcast. All right. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And this is episode 67, I would say, that you find yourself listening to, and what a cracker it is. We had to harness some of the, I guess, excitement in this room that we've got, guys. A couple of new rule changes announced today, Uh, but the next piece of cricket that we've got to look forward to is indeed the Big Bash, BBL, what are we up to, 10? Yeah. BBL uh, yeah. 10. So we are fortunate enough to have a chat to someone today. But before we do that, it's as hot as Gandalf's nips in here. So what have you guys chosen as your beverage of choice to... Uh, obviously an icy cold alchemy cordial. Okay. No shocks. What flavours can uh, tend to mix it up at yeah, all? Yeah, no, I think I'm still on the orange lime something. Orange lemon experience. I've actually been trying a, that right. a frappe Sorry. recently, the mango, guava and lychee frappe. So it's a bit different, but... But it's very nice as well. A bit of, bit of uh, ice mixed in there. Cool you down. Excellent. Okay. All right. Well, without any further ado, let's get going. Uh, Sam, can you tell us who we are speaking to today? Yeah. Today we're speaking to another big name cricketer. Uh, I've grown up playing a lot of cricket with him in Queensland youth games and now play for him. I play with him for the Queensland Bulls. He's played plenty of big, big bash league cricket. He's represented Australia A and also the Australian cricket team in two T20 internationals. This man is Jack Wildermuth. Jack, how are you going? Hey, Haz. Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. That's all right. Lee and, uh, Lee and Mitch are here too, so they'll... Uh, hey, boys. Jack, yeah, thanks hey, for being man. with us, mate. Outstanding. In fact, we first heard about this idea of you being on the podcast literally a year ago, so it's exciting yeah. to finally have you. Yeah, it's uh, great to be, be on. Long time listener of the uh, podcast and first time on it, I guess. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's you, what that, yeah. what was it that made you so hesitant, mate? Because a year is a long time to be badgering you. <laughs> well, to be honest, I think, uh, well, how long has the podcast been running for now? Um, yeah, gen- thought, generally um, 12 months. You probably thought it was yeah, done, but <laughs> you didn't wind up. <laughs> I thought early days, I'd, I'd you know, wait wait and see if it, you know, give it 12 months, and I have. <laughs> it's still cold, so no. 
I'm happy to be on actually. So I've got I've gotten right in my podcast lately. So I was like, you know what, this would be good. Yeah, this would be good. It's a great it's a great debut. I'm absolutely pumped. That's for sure. Yeah, and uh, Jack, you've actually you probably don't know Mitch too well, but I think you may have played against him and potentially got him out. So he might know you a bit better. I was um, going to say, Jack. Yeah. Actually, okay. you've yeah. taken you've taken <laughs> how many first class wickets here? I've got in front of me. I've just wanted okay. to let you know too. If there is one thing to put on your to do list tomorrow, yep. it is your profile picture on ESPN Crick Info is a stinker. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yep. I'm sorry. sorry I don't man. know how to. I don't know how to deliver that more delicately to you. <laughs> You've got some really well, firstly, good ones. <laughs> oh, mate. Firstly, I'll go back to Mitch. I don't remember that wicket, so yeah, probably no, have to what? run me through that one. Yeah, Sorry, mate. I remember it clearly, um, so I can do that. Okay. <laughs> and second of all, oh, mate, unfortunately, there's uh, there's a few photos out there that are the most flattering of me. Um, um, yeah, I don't – yeah, probably better head for podcasts and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, well, perfect. You're in your element then. Um, yep, yeah, well, Mitch, exactly. do you want to – I mean, he's taken 105 first-class wickets, but it's just that one first-grade wicket that we're interested in apparently. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah okay. So it was – I mean, I, well, it would have been a while ago now. Was... You have been wicket-keeping, were you? You were in yeah, wicket-keeping uh, yeah, for me, Redland, I reckon? Oh, yeah. no. Redlands. No, yeah, yeah, playing for Redlands a like lot just – I don't know, playing second, first grade game or something. Yeah. Wicked keeping and uh, batting at like number nine at the time and copped a brutal bumper barrage from you and, and Gody, which was great fun. And then <laughs> Go, don't yeah. put Gody in bumper barrage. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, he, was, he was trying hard. He was trying hard. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, you were bowling pretty sharp. So I was quite deep in my crease and stuck very firmly on the back foot. And then you surprised yep. me with a nice Yorker that I think hit my, uh, hit my front toe on the full before I got the bat down. Okay. Yeah. Always, so. <laughs> he, was, he was showing us his toes tonight and I had to Still bruised. Yeah. <laughs> Five years ago. Oh mate, we've all been there. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So, cheers, mate. Uh, yeah. No, no worries, mate. Now, now, Jack, uh, you obviously, I mean, you've played Big Bash for a different club over the last. How many seasons yep. has that been? Is that? Uh, uh, I was down in Melbourne Renegades for three years. So, yeah, yep. Yeah, three years, and then the heat before that. Yep, and now right. back to the heat this season, obviously. Yep, yep, that's right. Back to the heat this year. Okay. So very exciting. I think it was day one of uh, season today. Actually, has you didn't go, obviously, but <laughs> no, I didn't well, go. I, did, uh, I actually had a bit of a cold, so I had to get my COVID has, test, and I came back negative. Sick. Thankfully, this is good to sick. I well, didn't even know you guys got sick days. Funnily uh, enough, funnily enough, we're we're uh, all in isolation now from Adelaide. So we turned up for one day first, oh. like first day of school, oh, and then we've been yeah. sent home. So, also <laughs> well, that news, that oh, news wow. just broke today, didn't it? Because South Australia's gone crazy, like seventeen yeah. cases or something. Yeah, so, so we've been forced to stay at home for a little while until we, until further notice. So that was unfortunate. So, um, yeah, a, has that, to miss out on much. Yeah, that's so. the shortest preseason you've ever done. Too, just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not even time for a two k time trial in there. Um, now, boys, I was actually going to ask both of you, Jack, UN, UN has, yeah. here, because when I woke up and went to my computer this morning, uh, the first thing that greeted me was uh, three new rule changes for Big Bash this yes. year. Yes. And I was just hoping to, to like, I, I just, for you guys, like, do you find yeah. out about these earlier than we do? Or, or are you waking up and reading them as well? well going, what the heck? Uh, has might have missed out a bit because he was sick today, but there was a bit of chat in the physio room about it today. So that was as bad as, you know, I think I saw on Instagram, I think it was. So no, there was no early insight into it at all. Yeah, today was the first yeah. time I heard about it. It was uh, brand new to me. Like I was thinking maybe maybe they brought them in because last year they brought in that 
timeout and then probably figured out yeah, that the coaches the coaches weren't yeah. saying anything in the timeout. Maybe they've brought it in so that the coaches can actually have something to talk about. When are we taking this two-hour power play? When are we? When are we? Yeah, uh, are we bringing yeah. in the such super the uh, super sub? Well, that's it. Has yeah, just for, for I mean, people that are listening to this, you've probably already heard about it. But we've got the power surge. So a two-over period during which the fielding team is allowed only two players outside the inner fielding circle. So rather than the normal six-over power play, there's now four overs at the start and then two uh, the batting team chooses, correct? Yeah. There you go. We've got an X-factor player. So you can have your 12th and 13th player on the team sheet can come into the game at any stage beyond the 10th over of the first innings uh, and replace any player who has yet to do anything, basically yet to bat or has bowled no more than one over. Okay. And then we've also got the bash boost which will be a bonus point awarded halfway through the second innings. The team chasing will receive the bonus point if they're above the equivalent 10-over score of their opposition, while if they're trailing, the fielding side will receive that point. So can okay. I just get – I mean, Jack, you've been quiet for a while and it's your episode, so maybe we can go to you. <laughs> just, yeah, what's, just, your, um, what's your initial sort of vibe? I'm just processing all that again, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just processing all that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be very interesting. You know, it's funny, like, today thinking about I'm like I'm thinking it from my batting perspective when I get a chance to bat. And then also as an all-rounder bowling as well, and I'm you know I'm, uh, yeah, that's I'm right. a double-edged sword. I'm going, oh man, like looks like I'm taking it the short end of the gather. Um, the two overs late, but um, yeah. certainly wouldn't want to be bowling the two out. But um, oh, it's an interesting initiative. They've obviously they've talked about being the ten years since the Big Bash started and and want to be the you know the innovation uh, league, I guess. But uh, look, I think time will tell. To be honest. Um, I'm surprised they haven't played it out in any practice matches or, you know, trialed it at all, if that makes sense, to see how yeah. it all kind of works. But, yeah, yeah look. Well, that, oh. yeah, that was exactly every every batter's going to be trying to convince the uh, the coach to use the power play when they're out there, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, do you have to even tell the coach? Can't you just, like, you know, just like call DRS, it, just kind of call it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, go full Manus mode for DRS. Yeah, just, <laughs> just call it. Yeah, both overs, I'm facing the first ball. I'll call it and I'll two up and yeah. I look like a genius because I'm putting it. You know. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, That's uh, the, traditionalists, the traditionalists will probably hate it, um, yeah, but uh, yeah. I think it'll be interesting. I mean, the, the bash boost is very dangerous trying to win the game early to get your bonus point oh, it's, uh, it's dangerous yeah, get, going to get ahead early down. yeah well I mean I've, the way I understand it like for people like us that already like cricket it's probably annoying like we look at it and go we don't need to change it cricket's a great game but yeah. I think yeah. it's actually more for the people that don't watch cricket they're trying to make yep. it so that if you tune in at any stage during the 20 over game a 2020 game sorry there is still yep. there's something on the line and there's something interesting that can be yeah yeah that's the way I understand it I think they're. I think they're coming from the point of view where they don't want any kind of uh, one-way games. Like they want the other team to always be in it till the end because that was a bit of a contentious thing. I think for a couple of years there, with wickets not being to the same level as they had been, and you know you just get some one one side of the fair. So I reckon they're trying to bring everyone, bring those games as tight as they can. Okay, and the like fixtures this year a little bit different as well, aren't they, boys? Like for again for both of you that are both playing in it, your first game is in Hobart. No, it's in Canberra, Canberra actually. So they're, they're sort of like mini hubs, aren't they? So yeah, it's like Hobart so. and Canberra to start with. Your first game's on Friday, December the eleventh, uh, and then they they go then to like a Queensland hub, or you've got another one at Monica Oval, so Canberra again. Then you back up to the Gabba. There's a couple of games at Metricon as well, so. Sort of, but a lot of teams all like with that sort of AFL thing that we saw as well with the hubs more so, but traveling around together, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, and at least we we got a pretty good draw over Christmas by the looks of it. I think we're at home again. Uh, I'm not sure what the restrictions are going to be like, but um, we've had pretty good luck over the last couple of years. The heat with being at home over Christmas, so that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, Jack, can I ask one question while we're on that? Yeah, uh, yeah, you got me. My my part uh, of grade cricket that are probably and our level of cricket for myself and Mitch that have never quite been good enough. Um, yep. With the part that we look forward to the most, I reckon, is when you're fielding and you've got 96 overs in the dirt and you get to go off at tea and eat. I'm interested by how that works when you're playing a 2020 game at 6:15 at night or 7:15 okay. at night. What's your What's your meal deal routine? Oh, okay, a bit of routine, match day routine. Yeah. Uh, for me, especially the Gabba. First of all, I'm drinking water all day, man. Like, it, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, as you've probably been in the crowd there, it is that humid. Usually, yeah, that and, is true. It's know, a hot box. Mate, I'm I'm generally either cramping at the mid-time half if we field at first and try to, like, stretch my legs out to put my pads on. <laughs> you know, hoping the openers can steer it out for longer than six overs and then, yeah, get myself together <laughs> to get out there. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. So there's no food, just water and, water and pickle I, juice for wilderness. Let me, I, I'm eating a lot. I, I'll give you that. Um, there's And then, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pickle juice it up. Um, you're all over it, Dreno. Um, oh, eat, uh, and I'm smacking some pizzas after the game, to be honest. Usually there's a bit of food, Tucker, after. Post-game food, um, yeah, you always get into that, don't yeah, you? Post-game, post-game yeah, food. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's pre- pre- preparation during the day, mate, because I know how hot it is in the game. And, and you're a sweater like myself, I know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And a poor <laughs> aroma as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So, oh, that, no, that's, that's very fair. Drama. I mean, it's never something I'm going to have to worry about, but I just found it interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Woodworth, we've well, we already mentioned that we've been trying to get you on the show for like a year now, so this question might yep. seem a little bit outdated. But at the time we wrote it, George Bailey had just been taken over the Australian cricketing selections, um, yep. and I know you've sort of made a habit of getting him out quite a bit over the years. So <laughs> I, I wanted to ask your opinion on that, or if you can tell us tell us some stories about yeah. how many times well, you've gotten him out. And it's funny you mentioning my how many first class wickets I've taken. A large portion of that could be the <laughs> you know selectors selectors uh, stumps, but um, yeah, that was. Oh, mate, it was it was a very interesting one. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It, mate, the, the funny thing was is, you know, I just got a couple of wickets. Like, you know, I got him out maybe twice in a Shield game at yeah. home and then got him out twice down there. And then it just kind of just got on the train. And, you know, suddenly we were talking about it in the field. 
and the captain was literally throwing me the ball no matter who got the last wicket, you know, because you always guaranteed another over. When you get a wicket, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you guaranteed another over. Not for this guy. <laughs> and there was, yeah, there was a few times I just somehow bowled this miracle ball and got him out. I guess, yeah. And, you know, it was quite funny because, yeah, we were talking about it and Tasmania started talking about it, especially playing with a few of the Renegades boys that tell me about it. They'd be all in the change rooms. You know, the next bloke would be padding up, probably ready to go out there. I do remember one of the boys saying, oh, what is it, 13 times now? And he'd be like, nah, it's 14. So clearly, <laughs> clearly he remember that. Um, <laughs> oh, you had him mentally dust. Mentally dust. But, like, you know, I didn't really say anything. And, I, you know, it was, I don't know whether it was, like, kind of embarrassing a little bit, to be honest with you. Like, it's yeah. like, I'm literally going to get this guy out the next four hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> He'd walk out the bat and they'd be, like, I telling blokes to fake injuries so that Jack can oh, take mate, over mid-over. It, but you know, like how you thought, like, and George, wonderful player, and he mm. he did score some runs against me. But you know, he's he's obviously stance and technique changed a lot over you know towards the end of his career, oh, yeah, um, right. and it certainly went to another level when he was facing me. And then when he turned selected, it's kind of like you know, do I send him the highlights reel? Do I not? <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah? What's the protocol here? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, we've actually made one for you, mate. We posted it last year. So um, if That's you ever right. need it, yeah, yeah just ever need it. I give me the comments. <laughs> give me the comments. Great. That's right. Yeah. Do you um do you know any more about his technique changes? Does anyone know anything? Any more about that than I do because that looked so weird. What's, what's the theory yeah, there? Didn't he have a no, theory about? Yeah. I, I thought he said he couldn't hit it through cover, so he stood the way that he would to hit the ball through cover, and it was just in position to cover drive it. I think that was where it came from. Okay, okay. I reading it. Well, I'm not going to argue with him because I suck at cricket, but um, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to run that one by Haz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure his average took off after he started doing that either. So I'm not sure I'd be recommending it to too many people. But would you okay. agree to coach him, Haz, just for another 70, 75 <laughs> in the pocket? No, I, would, I wouldn't coach George. Too. Charge him double. Charge him double. <laughs> uh, no, you do have a knack of uh, bowling some unplayable balls, Jack, and you just seem to bowl them against him every ball you bowled at him. So I feel for him, but uh, mate. Has. Has he got you out, House? Would have got you out. Uh, would have, would have. Uh, I think so. Yeah. What's that? Sorry. Yeah, you've got me out before in grey cricket. I reckon. Uh, yeah, I haven't bowled to. I bowled that much too. Have I? I'm sure you scored some runs, but no, nothing, nothing memorable that comes to. Yeah, oh. don't know. Jack, Jack delivered one of the great, um, like just little verbal barbs at me in our game this year. Actually, when I came out to bat and I batted at like seven, oh, and he called, wait me, to this. he called me, the, he called me the bus driver because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't wicket keeping. Jimmy Pearson was keeping. I batted at like seven. Might have even been eight that I walked out at, and uh, and we used to have a great man when Jack and I played <laughs> together at Valley's. Great man named Ben Schumacher. I don't know if you remember him, has, yeah, but yeah, he yeah. was literally people called him the bus driver because all he did was shine the ball. But he was and like, abuse the opposition. And abuse the opposition. <laughs> but he was self-proclaimed. Yeah. He was outstanding at mid-off. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was an elite mid-off fieldsman and the best ball shiner ever. I think Jack's, you know, welcome to say that and call you the bus driver because yeah. I'm pretty sure he's, I don't he, even... you're the reverse bus driver in grey cricket, Jack. You usually open the batting and the bowling. Yeah, so that's, you get uh, your money's worth. Yeah. That's for sure. well, I don't think how even saw Dreno shine the ball. So you know, that would be like it's like the bus mechanic. I don't, I don't know. Like, I got punted to the boundary in about the eighth over. That's why I was in such a bad mood. Jack was like, oh, I thought my sledge was pretty good. You didn't even smile at me. Yeah, I know. But that was because I hadn't hit the ball in the middle of the bat for about six weeks. So, was, <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. That's pretty funny. But we, like, we do love talking about nicknames on the podcast. We often do. But you're someone who... I've, I think I mentioned in the past, we call you the walking nickname because you have that yep. many nicknames. Yeah, you have mentioned uh, this. 
So oh, I, I wanted I want to do it today. I want to read out one by one a few of your nicknames, and I want you to tell us the story behind them and how you yeah, got okay. it. And, That'd be great. I, I want I might lead us off. There's there's one we call you a lot. We call you Muff, um, yep. and so yep. much so that Gavin Fitness in a second eleven game actually wrote your name <laughs> down on the official team list as Jack Wilder Muff with a double <laughs> F because he got M U F F. Yeah, that's that's how he thought it was spelled, not the T H. So unbelievable, mate. Yeah, okay, the so great man, the great man. <laughs> yeah, you know, fatty, fatty gave us a lot, didn't he? But um, That's perfect. but yeah, now it's your turn. So first one I want to go with is Rabdo. Yeah. What what does Rabdo mean? Rabdo. Is that your nickname? Well, I'll start firstly by saying a lot of the mate these there we're, we're reminiscing just the other day about all these nicknames. I think Ness Ness was writing them down. There was a lot, and um, yeah, it, many stories, many you know, of the travels, I guess, like that, they seem to have um, accumulated. But Rabdo, mate, Rabdo, <laughs> Rabdo's a funny one. I don't know if Haz has spoken about it on the podcast at all, but we had one preseason where we were over at um, Tangaluma and um, we walked about 40Ks on sand, preseason oh. balls. We got smashed. And um, Is this, Jack, is this the preseason camp that Feldman, like, just – Hates with a passion, or any time yeah. you speak to him yeah, about I it. I think he gets the shivers. A, eh? um, <laughs> I actually, you know, I love that stuff. I actually find that, you know, I feel like it's tough work. You kind of, you know, you feel like you achieve something at the end of it. But unfortunately, at the end of the scene, a couple of days after, I end up in hospital and my arm started to swell, and I had to end up with rhabdomyelosis is the term, which I'm not sure if you guys have heard of, but um, it's not. like the breakdown yeah. breakdown of muscle. Usually happens like in maybe long mar- you know, marathon runners and things like that, and uh, it's a breakdown of the muscle, and it goes can cause um, kidney troubles because it's in the blood or whatever the, the breakdown protein. So yeah, yeah rhabdo came from that, unfortunately. You know, and people are still yeah. running with this like this was a few days ago. <laughs> I know this gets, this gets this just gets run, and and you know if I cramp sometime doing something or whatever, it's just like oh rhabdo. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, you know, I'm here like, yeah. I remember that day. Well, actually, you were in my group and you yeah. were a machine. I, I think you actually got rocked up a day late or something. But when you rocked up, you were carrying these heavy water tubs. We had these really heavy water tubs carrying up and down the mountains. And, um, it's like SAS. Yeah, it? and we were supposed to share the load, but Jack was like, no, nah, I'm doing it. I'm taking it. So he was like carrying yeah, them the up all by himself. Uh, oh, but right. it didn't pay off too well. Yeah. Long run no, for it did, not, did not pay off well. The Terminator yeah, went down. It cost um, him his arm and a nickname for life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, but so no, that's that, that's where that one comes from. Okay. Uh, the second one, uh, Snowman. Snowman. <laughs> I only got called this last week, um, <laughs> but geez, this is for a while ago. So playing a shield match. This is fun. This is just classic. Like things just seem to stick. But we're playing a shield game down in Tassie, and it was freezing at Bloodstone. And um, unfortunately, the gear man ran out of you know large size jumpers. So I reckon I had about a triple. Triple L size cricket vest and long sleeve, and I reckon I was standing square leg, and I was just, you know, dangling there like a snowman for pretty much the whole day, um, <laughs> and that's where that one just somehow stuck to me. Tasmania cold, and yeah, it's gone gone with that. Yeah, very good. It's bizarre. It's just rare. It was so bizarre, isn't it? Like, I love that it's from one day. Yeah, and it just oh, mate, sticks for it's life. Just like, it just sticks for life. So like, hey, snowman, like you know. <laughs> Uh, anything if I wear anything too baggy or anything bit too big or whatever, it's just yep, snowman. Like anyway, yeah, yeah. It just says, it says a bit about the characters we have on our side, I think. So <laughs> yeah. what about uh what about pox? 
pox, 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 pox. I think it might have been had something to do with an uh, an infected leg you might have got because you were oh, using an old yeah. mouldy thigh yeah. pad. That the, there you the, go. It, instead of it being white, the 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 material on the thigh pad it had turned into like a green mouldy color. Oh <laughs> man! Well, I'll tell you through this one. I'll, I'll, so no, has, has anyone ever squeezed a pimple on their leg and? end up in hospital like no. seriously no. I've, I've you know squeezed this pimple in my leg and then going to training you know i reckon i've had my thigh pad for about a year i've had training come home getting red and anything i talk to my missus i'm like geez my leg's getting red and she's like you need to see the doctor asap so i end up in the hospital had a game the next day uh two days later oh sorry i played a game and went to hospital the next day because it was just going off yeah so you know, after the one-day game, I'm sitting in the – we have the doc there and I just want – you know, you see those Facebook videos with people like squeezing yeah, the pimples yeah, and whatever else. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. sitting there waiting for that and he, he gets a knife out and gets stuck into it and, yeah, it's pretty pretty gruesome. So pox comes from that. Um, oh, that is, uh, yeah. Every How about the stories, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> bad luck, isn't Jimmy it? Jimmy describes everything as pox, though. If you do something wrong, he's always like, ah, oh, that's a pox throw. <laughs> yeah. I think Marnus is kind of involved in that a little bit. Yeah. I reckon Marnus oh, yeah. is a bit pox throw. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, look, there's heaps more, but we might well, we might save them for another day, not another podcast, that's okay. but uh, we'll, move, <laughs> we'll move on. You can just that's literally right. do a nickname special with Jack by the sound. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, we could go for, a, yeah, a couple of episodes, eh? Hey? That's All right. right. Exactly. Now, uh, Jack, another another point that we always sort of have on our mm. is this battle between sort of like what qualifies as country, like city and country. I know that's always sort of like yep. a big a big talking point within the squad. Where do you fit? Because I know, well, according to your Wikipedia page, you were born in Toowoomba. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, you, yeah, very but, contentious issue. Yeah, that, then when's the, when's the cutoff? Because I know this was a huge debate, those, the second 11 games that I played in terms of – because the early, like, warm-ups, the Ted ball and things like that, it's meant to always be split mm. city-country. But they were uh, – yeah, the, the sort of city – I don't know. That everyone's just like – cities almost was, like, seen as an insult in those games that I was yeah. playing in. Yeah. <laughs> no one well, wanted to identify as city. Everyone was saying, like, oh, but I was born in – Gold Coast, that's regional. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it needs to be like, you know, where you play your first cricket game or something like that, you know? Yeah, like, like origin. Because you talk about, like the origin, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, okay. Because I say I'm from Toowoomba, but gee, I, I lived there for about five, you know, until I was five. And then I was in Brisbane. So I wouldn't consider myself, you know, country really. And Toowoomba, it's pretty, it's a big city, really. And yeah, maybe that's it. First game of cricket, where you played your first game of cricket. You can play in the country champs if you're in Toowoomba, though, can't you? I, I believe so. Yeah. So. Yep. It's a hard yep. one. How's, do you look like you? What? Where do you sort of sit? Oh, there? What, I can't really claim that I'm country, but um, I'm, I think it's been good. Jack's been honest there. He's he's happy to say that he's probably more of the city slicker. So. He's city um, slicker. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. He's well dressed, Jack. Too. Yeah. Not that that means oh. anything. That's probably borderline Thanks, racist. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm yeah. always I'm always oh, yeah. rocking the twenty dollars sunglasses uh, that you can scratch and then throw away. And Jack's wearing these like label sunglasses that are probably worth a couple of hundred dollars each. So <laughs> actually, yeah. yeah. To be fair, I take that completely back because has, okay. you're in the city team and you're the worst dresser I've seen. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, he wears a lot of funny. New Balance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he looks after the sponsors. It comes down to wear. You know what I mean? Is that what it is now? Yeah. It's more of a fashion. I think fashion it's more of a fashion. Thing, <laughs> it's more of a fashion situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, RM Williams, then your country. Oh, I don't know about that. Jimmy Jimmy would say his country then for sure, but I think he grew up in Sydney, so he listens yeah, to more exactly. country He's music kid. than he listens to more country music than any person I've seen. Him and Marcus. <laughs> I've never been in a car trip with them where it's not country music. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. 
What do you what do you think of country music, Muff? Any any opinion? Mate, you wouldn't believe it. I've got around it the last probably uh, year and a half. I don't mind it. So yeah, yeah you wouldn't believe it. I just somehow just. I don't, know. I don't know what's happened. A um, couple of trips out to Warwick, I reckon, with Steck and long car rides. It's probably okay, just yeah, right. growing on me a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry to say that because I was in the same shoes as you. But, um, yeah, it'll, it'll get you up. But to be fair, it annoys me, Manus and Jimmy listening to it and carrying on. Yeah, you know, like the the country kings, you know, it's just it's just a bit much sometimes. But <laughs> Jack, talking about your uh, that sort of early days to Woomba and, uh, yeah. and warm up games in the one question here, are you yeah. a, a a sort of natural athlete like good at a few sports? The type of person that people want yeah. on the team for warm ups, or have you always been a one trick pony, or what sort of where do oh. you sit? Any other any other sports you were very very naturally gifted at? Contentious issue because I think what I where I believe I'm at and the reality of actually where my skill levels sit are vastly different. So, um, so was, no, are you, you know, are you the high priority pick in warm up games or are you low priority? What would you say? I, I would say within the Bulls group, probably not. No. Um, <laughs> what about you know, back at Valley's playing Valley Ball? How do you go there? Surely you're up the top. Uh, I used to be good. I would say. I, I reckon I used to be alright. I reckon. Yeah, I've slipped away. I reckon. I reckon a few of the young but. You know, young young Valley boys just bloody whip around and too quick for me at the moment. But um, yeah. no, I I'm a soccer and cricket, maybe a little bit of volleyball. We had a bit of beach volleyball going down in Adelaide. That was a bit of fun. But oh, okay. um, mate, I'm not the all sorts. Yeah, handy to everything. To be honest with you, no. what about you? What about you guys? Uh, As lethal claims to be. I'm good at everything. I reckon. Oh, uh, yeah. yep. There we go. Mitch, what about you? No, I think I well. Uh, yeah, no, I'm probably not as arrogant. I'm I'm happy to be mediocre, I think, especially yeah. at stamp hockey and stuff like that. I'll sort of just park myself I mean, in goals. And Mitch is a best. horrific tennis player. Oh, that's I don't true. know what your yeah. tennis is like, but Mitch is the worst I've seen. Yeah. Golf yeah. as well. Okay. I'd be one of the worst at golf. Actually, I've got a terrible yeah. golf swing. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, think, yeah. I think my speed gets me over the line in a lot of games, and also because I hate losing. Very and I true. Try, I try way too hard at warm-up games. It's like the be-all and end-all for me. Your um, speed can't get you over the line in golf. What are you quick to finish the oh, round? No. <laughs> no, I'm a terrible golfer. Effort is the big one, I reckon. Like, yeah, you know, there's mu- nothing more annoying in a pr- in a warm up game, and someone doesn't put effort in when you know they can contribute. And you know, Brendan Doggett's a serial for that. And then you know, a few people when they start to lose, they just don't put effort in and give it away. That's 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 a frustrating one for me. Is effort and yeah, yeah. I'm a good. Yeah, I feel like I'm a good tryer. Like even in stump hockey, probably not the not the most flashy, but just the guy that you want <laughs> on your try. team just. Great try. Get in the trenches with me. I'll get you there. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And how's your exactly. golf game going? Is that is that big amongst the, the bull squad? Do you go for rounds of golf? Uh, a lot better than it used to be. I got got into that for a little while there, but it's okay. I haven't, haven't played much lately, but okay. um, there's a few golfers around. But, yeah, I was right into it for a little while there. Yeah, I've always found it a bloody frustrating sport. It's, <laughs> it's, tough. Anyways, it's a tough game. It's a yeah, tough, tough game. game. Eh? It's because the ball moves around so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Swing it after I hit it. And Muff, I've heard that you're also a bit of a coffee connoisseur, which is sort of I think I think quite a few people in the bull squad are as well. I know Marnus Marnus loves his coffee. Is that is that yep, true? You've, you've been off and done it done a barista yeah. course and stuff, haven't you? That was ages ago. Yeah. When I was playing at Valleys, Jack, you were working as a barista. Yeah, I've, oh. I've I've been drinking more coffee than making probably for the last six or so years. Okay. Um, love love my coffee. Um, yeah, Marnus is now known as the barrister. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard that one. Yeah, we have heard that um, story. Yeah. So if you get into some strife and want some, you know, a bit of legal advice, involved, <laughs> <laughs> he's your man, apparently. He'll come coffee in hand and then wonder how he's yeah. going to get out of legal trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't have my barrister qualifications just yet, but. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh mate, what I—I uh, I I mean, you might be all over it already, but if you're not, yeah. what you really need to try is an Alchemy Australia coffee syrup and mix it in with with your coffees. That they've got different flavors. You can get a, a vanilla latte flavor, get hazelnut, caramel, licorice. Uh, mate, try iced coffee, butterscotch. The list goes on. There's so many different options from Alchemy Australia. So uh, give it yeah, a try, okay. mate. Yeah, right. I'll have to give that one a go, mate. Hey? Uh, Sounds yeah, good. Don't. Is there a regular flat white in that mix, or? <laughs> Just, uh... Oh, oh, there's nah, got to be nah, something for it, surely. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there would be. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of sponsors, Dredo, can I just bring out while I'm on the show? Oh, yeah. I was just reminiscing the other day. Oh. If we had have had a aluminium sponsor of role when we wrapped up Andrew Goat, pranked Andrew Goat's house oh, and put his whole apartment full of aluminium in the oh. living room, kitchen. It was awesome. That's I was just thinking, talking about it the other day. Yeah. I was like, I had to bring that up. I mean, we, we've we've actually probably – we've talked a lot about your cricket highlights, but for me, that that was the moment for you, like in terms of your, <laughs> in terms of your career. That's, yeah. that's the pinnacle. You peaked so early. I mean, what you were able to pull off that day between you and Lockhart Krauss is just unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, me and oh, – Yeah, it was just – it was huge. It was such an elaborate plan. I, I went with Gody thinking that we were doing the same thing to Jack Leach's house, but we were doing it with Christmas wrapping paper. So I was literally just the decoy. I was just wrapping things with Goaty, just pretending that we were getting him really good. You weren't even in on it. Huh? Yeah, yeah, no, I was in on it. Oh, so okay. me, Jack, you, you know that. And, yeah. and Adam Lockhart Krauss, who people are listening to this podcast would have heard of before, yep. we have all come up with this plan to stitch Goaty up because he was a serial prankster. He was he got us all the time and he was a pest. Uh, and so we went with this idea of we were going to get him. But then he came to me with the idea of he wanted to do a similar thing uh, to Jack yeah, Leach. Yeah. Got you. And got so you. me, Jack and Krauss have just gone like, so me, Brilliant. Wildermuth and Krauss have gone, all right, this could work. I'll go with Goaty. We'll do Leachy's house. In the meantime, Krauss and Wildermuth are going to go to Goaty's house. <laughs> and that's who it is. But the funniest thing was that I drove with Goaty and we drove straight past Krause's car, which had him <laughs> and Jack in it out the front of his house. <laughs> so we almost got caught before we even started. Oh, but luckily, Goaty didn't sit there. And then, like, Krause and Wildermuth must have worked like absolute demons because we, I. When we came back, so we, Jack Leach came home, me and Goaty, they're like, surprise, yeah. <laughs> He's got all his stuff wrapped in Christmas paper, but it wasn't that much. It was like just a lounge room. Okay. And then when we got back to Goaty's house, Krause and Wildermuth are standing there. <laughs> Literally the fan was wrapped in alfoil. The knives and forks were wrapped in alfoil. <laughs> every the item walls, in his fridge, the everything. walls. Like, it was everything. It was the most comprehensive wrapping oh, of it. I think Krause said... That he spent eight hundred and thirty dollars yeah, on Alfoil. <laughs> that's what oh, I was going to ask. Is how many rolls did you go through? Oh man, yeah, well, we need that. We need that sponsorship then. Yeah, uh, that's um, where we did need a sponsor. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah, that is a good effort. No, it's All worth it. Yeah, Wildermuth. We might try that on his new house. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, there's, there's all the um, the kids' toys, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure we'd have a few extra things to do. That'll go down very well. Very well. Yeah. yeah. Not with Kathleen, but yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how that went down with her anyway but uh, she hated it but Goaty yeah. secretly Goaty secretly loved it 
Yeah. It's still, there's a photo on my Instagram account still. It's awesome. I flicked back and had a look at the other day. I might repost. Was, I'll repost one for our listeners, Jack, because I feel yeah. like they need the context. And especially yeah. the one where it's just you standing in the lounge room just with both yeah. thumbs up, like this is yeah. the best job I've ever done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned uh, Goaty's partner probably not liking that too much. And talking about partners, uh, you've been labelled as next to go by a few of our Bulls players uh, for a while now. Uh, can you explain yeah. to our listeners what that means and, and what your thoughts are on that label? Next to go. I think the label behind it is, you know, you find someone <laughs> and you, you know, you, you go to a mystery place or something like that away from being around maybe the boys for a bit longer <laughs> after a great cricket or, um, you know, at the end of the day's play. And, yeah, I guess I've been labelled that for a little while now and probably rightly so. My partner's pregnant at the moment, so well and truly gone. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That was a very elaborate description. I thought it was just saying they think that. Have you just got the most long-winded way of saying that you're next to get married? Well, that's there. what I thought it was. But Jack, but Jack seems Pretty to think much. it's something else. I thought it was next Pretty, to get married. Yeah, but, you know. I think Jack knows it's next to get married. He's just trying to not say it. Yeah, I think you can apply to you know anyone of all ages and, you know, that might actually not be getting married, but it might as well be. Uh, well, how close? How close, Jack? Do you reckon? Just to turn the screws a bit how close do you reckon has is because out of him and Mitch I'm very unsure of next <laughs> to go here yeah look yeah you'll have to tell us yourself has I reckon here but um, <laughs> yeah I reckon you're about dollar twenty. there's there's oh, a there's it? a betting market there's oh, a betting market geez. and there's a there's a few blokes pretty short and there's a few long odds nah, Mitch, um, Mitch has got me covered Mitch is going for yeah, us for sure covered. yeah okay. <laughs> Mate, it's not a bad thing to be honest with you. it's exciting it's a good thing yeah that's true yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll be excited when the time comes, but I don't feel like it's around the corner, but that's all right. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Um, now, Jack, there's a, there's, a couple of, uh, there's a couple of things here that um, loyal listeners of the podcast would sort of have been aware of, but we've had Andrew Goaty on, who we've just spoken about, the great job we did on his house. He has been on before on this yep. podcast quite a few times, and on one particular occasion, he was really taking aim at people who had gone to Brisbane State High, not not so much to, for You're that kidding. reason, not for that reason, yeah. uh, but saying that anyone that had gone there was a horrific runner between wickets in cricket. Uh, so he brought into question sort of <laughs> you, Manus, Josh Daskum, Jimmy Pearson, um, that they'd all bought, that they all just had a horrible, horrible record for runouts. Uh, do you, would you wow. defend yourself there, or what's your wow, runout record like? Oh, that's the first first I've heard of that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I reckon I reckon Fef and I have been in a couple of runouts. Fef um, opening the batting for Valleys, yeah. but mate, I I don't reckon I got anything on a couple of those other boys you just mentioned. To be honest with you, um, <laughs> particularly playing for your club. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but to be honest, you know, maybe there's maybe there's something in it. Like you know, state high we had. Yeah, you know, we had probably the smallest boundaries of all time, so we never actually ran between wickets. Oh, so it could have okay. started then. If yeah, that, okay. you know, if that's yeah. But, I never thought about mate. it that way, Jack. That's a very good, very good context to involve there. Yeah, that's a good theory. I, don't think, I was thinking yeah. if the pitches were the wrong length or something like that, but that probably, <laughs> makes, that probably makes more <laughs> sense. Didn't pay grants. <laughs> communication error, you know, yeah. something. Like, yeah, I don't think you look for too many quick singles, do you, Jack? You just look for the boundary, don't you? Yeah, we're in the same boat, I reckon, has. Running threes or running fours, hey, Dreno. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, speaking of you hitting boundaries, someone, I'm sure our listeners would be interested to know how you managed to yeah. hit 37 off and over recently. How the heck did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, the, 
the young fella bowled, yeah, a few few too many full tosses, and one above above the shoulder. So I got the no ball. Oh. Yeah. So that kind of gave me an extra a ball, I guess, to to put to the boundary. So um, that was at Toonville a little while back. But um, thirty seven. I think I got the record. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah that surely that's. Enough. I'll take it. That's your and first. And he's probably one, got maybe. it as well. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he'll be hanging on the wall in his uh, sports bar. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you recently moved to New Farm. Uh, we bought a house. So have you seen yourself change yep. as a person since moving to such a sort of high class part of town? Yeah. Uh, would I consider myself change? Uh, I don't know. Have I changed house? You tell me. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, uh, I've been seeing you bringing out like these, uh, you know, sophisticated books that you've been reading, Hemingway things yeah. and stuff. I don't, I don't read that That's sort of it. stuff. So, really? I like a man, the old man of the sea type of operator. Yeah, the old. There's a like, you know, the local bookshop over the road. I guess I don't know the convenience of where I live. I'm, I'm five minutes from training. Get more time for reading books and um, <laughs> doing those sort of things. I guess. Yeah, oh, mate. I'm. I, I, I don't know. You've had uh, you've had some issues walking through the park at New Farm. I think I've heard. Is the uh, are you able to walk through the park with your dog now? Is what's going on? Oh, around? mate! Every man and his dog, as they say, um, has has a dog in New Farm, and um, so yeah, you throw a whole lot of dogs together. Um, there there seems to be a few too many issues around the traps. Um, there's a lot of photos of certain dogs going on our our you know New Farm page local you know page or whatever but to watch out for yeah. what do you mean like, like a, a dogs to watch out for you yeah just aggressive with dogs with other dogs what dogs eating each other <laughs> dogs and people um, <laughs> people eating each other <laughs> right no it's great we have a great little community around here i love it um you know obviously with boardwalks i'm very fortunate to be able to live live here and um yeah i enjoy enjoy the lifestyle around here but um yeah i got my dog and i'm at the dog park most days and it's great great talking to the locals there and um yeah most of them have no idea about cricket so that's great Um, yeah at one point you also used to live with someone else who's been mentioned a massive amount of times on this podcast as well actually jack um and that was josh daskin Yes, one of the greats. Yep, <laughs> and then we're one of the great housemates. Or uh, are you preferring the company of the dog? Do you think? <laughs> I'm not sure who's clean up. Bit less to clean up, but no, Tashi. <laughs> yeah, we lived together um, over in the big USA. Man, uh, lived together a little while back. So yeah, definitely had about fun times. Um, yeah, picked him up from a church one morning in the morning before church started. That was interesting after a night out. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> with no shoes and nothing, I was yeah, it was a yeah, we had some interesting times and some funny times, so as you'd imagine. Okay. Oh, he might be a man that we need to get on a future podcast episode, I think. I'd highly recommend. Um, you know, I'm sure he's he's in probably you know, Lockdown over in San Fernando, so he'd be someone oh, to get on. Yeah, he'd be bored out, so let's get him. It's the Josh <laughs> Daskam tell-all interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Well, Jack, uh, that is probably all that you have time for, so we'll wrap up the episode, mate. But um, you have been magnificent to chat to, that's for sure, and we are incredibly excited to obviously have you back in Brisbane Heat Colours for this Big Bash, BBL 10. You might not know the rules, but we hope that you go very, very well. Just watch the ball, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Jonathan.
how good is that? He's a great man, Jack Wildermuth. Lovely to have him back for the Brisbane Heat. Can't wait to watch him play with yourself as well, Has obviously, alongside. Yeah, no, he's been teammates of both of us, so we both know how good he is to have on your team. He can help with the bat or the ball, take wickets, score runs. Very handy. All right. Um, well, guys, uh, that's probably all we have time for, as we've mentioned. And we do want people to get in touch with us at all possible opportunities. They've been good this week, Skinner. There's a FOTS card application form on the website that people have been hammering. Where yep. can people find that? Uh, on the website, as Absolutely. you said. said yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> we got the chocolates.com.au. Jump on there and get in contact with us. You can find links with our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, ETC. And as Lethal mentioned, the FOTS application, which I've finally delivered on. So that's up and running. So have a look at that and tell us if you have feel like you deserve a card and just answer the question successfully and it should be sweet awesome now as i said we have been sitting in satan's bain marie here it is so hot has what would you be recommending to people <laughs> cool down oh, of course an alchemy cordials australia beverage one that's got some ice or cold milk mixed in with it you can go to the alchemy australia website and you can use the code wgtc10 um, at the checkout to get 10 percent off your order Outstanding. Thank you so much for being with us this week, guys. We'll be back with you next week, same time, Thursday at 7 a.m. Thank you very much. Cheers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.